Get your day started with a breakfast full of positive music, fun, inspiration and so much more. Rise and shine with Felon DJ. Weekday mornings on Vision. Life, culture and current events from a biblical perspective. 2020 on Vision. Well, you might have heard us talking about the need for a new, bigger headquarters for Vision over the past few weeks. And in order to keep growing, Vision needs to be a little bigger, a little more capable with its ministry base. There is a building that ticks all the boxes for what's needed for growth into the coming decades. And tomorrow we're going to be asking for your help to take the next big steps to move ahead with the purchase. A wonderful opportunity. Vision CEO Phil Edwards dropping into the studio. Good morning, Phil. Welcome along. Good morning, Neil. And just listening to your intro there, mate, I do hope Wendy Francis actually turns up with that feather in her cap. She's, uh, <laughs> she's such a, she's a stylely lady. I'm sure she'll look great. Yes. <laughs> uh, look, I always love talking to Wendy. Uh, she is just a, a gentle spirit, but with a rock solid will of steel. And uh, she's into bat for families and for children. I love talking to her. Looking forward to that conversation. Yeah, you know, I think a lot of us actually resonate with that kind of spirit that Wendy has. She is so gentle. Uh, she she cops an absolute pasting by uh, people that uh, you know oppose what she has to say, but just the grace of the lady, the, the way she approaches you know, speaking the truth in love, and that's what we're trying to do here at Vision every day, is to uh, have a good conversation, uh, to to sit down and and kind of reason together, and very clearly put you know what we believe to be the truth, the 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 solid rock of the Word of God, out into the marketplace in a in a really clear and understandable way to do it. You know, compassionately, uh, with clarity. And, you know, the thing that I love when you listen to this radio station is that it doesn't take too long before you figure out what we're about. That's right. And one of the wonderful privileges we have is to be able to give a voice to people like Wendy Francis and mm. uh, all the other guests you hear on 2020 to be able to have their say, helping us to connect faith with real life. And let's come to what we're talking about today, Phil, because uh, we don't want to waste a single moment. Listeners will have their own questions. Uh, We could say there has been growing pains uh, with the sort of home-based facility we have here. Uh, Honour to you and the board uh, for taking initiatives to move forward. Uh, Give us a little insight into what we can expect tomorrow. Tomorrow's a huge day. It is, a, uh, it is a big day. day. I mean, we've been on a journey of uh, you know the whole ministry's life for the last thirty years of growing in different ways. And you know, this building we've been in here, we've been here for about eighteen years now, uh, and you know, it served its purpose. Uh, but everything has a life. You know, as Solomon said, there are seasons for everything, and the season for this place, well, it's pretty much up. Uh, if you come here, you'll soon see uh, we're crammed in. Uh, it's it's a rabbit warren is often how people describe it. So it's just a very practical need for us to move. But we've been thinking a lot bigger than that. You know, really, as we continue to grow and also as media continues to change, as opportunities come up, what are we actually going to need? What, what differently do we need in terms of a building? And also, what do we need in terms of building uh, some resilience into the organisation because we're in some pretty choppy waters at the moment as a society and I, and I, I suspect it's probably going to get harder rather than easier uh, for people to do the kind of thing that we do. So certainly from a financial and a stability point of view, we need to make sure we've got that solid uh, stability of having a tenure, if you like, over our, our premises having an asset base for the organization you know and, and anybody in business or you know that thinks in financial terms you'll understand that 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 kind of thing. The main thing though is really is this what God's calling us to do? 
And we firmly believe, and I can tell you a few stories about how myself and the board have have grappled with that to say, are we actually making the right decision here? Is this something that we're just going, oh, that'd be nice to do, so let's go and do it. And and I can tell you with certainty, I put my hand on my heart and say this, I, I genuinely believe this is what the Lord is leading us to do. This is the next big step that we need to take. And it is a big step um, to to secure the building. This is just the deposit funds, you know, because we're looking to borrow some funds. We're working with another Christian organization that helps to enable Christian ministry who are loaning us some money. But in order to get in and secure and and, uh, actually finalize the contract, so to speak, and own the place, is we need to have raised $2.21 million dollars. That's a big chunk of money, and we're a long way there, 85% of the way. So, uh, Well, this is the exciting thing. Given that we are 85% of the way to that $2.2 million, that means that tomorrow's ask isn't $2.2 million. No, that's, not at all. Uh, that's, that would seem to be very, very big uh, to be an ask. But uh, So what sort of dollars are we talking about tomorrow uh, for what you would be uh, hoping and expectant and prayerful that listeners will uh, respond and work alongside with us. Uh, what sort of dollars are we talking here, Phil? Well, I can tell you exactly. Actually, at the moment, Neil, the gap right now is three hundred nineteen thousand eight hundred ninety-eight dollars, and that's changing in front of me. I just saw that someone's gone to our website right now and made a donation just in the last couple of minutes. So, thank you to that person. Um, but that's uh, that's our gap, and so we're believing in faith uh, that you know God can supply that, that He will supply that as His people work together. So that's our challenge, and really is. To ask the Lord, what can you do? What what can you help in this important, special, and unique need? This is over and above the operating ex- uh, costs uh, for this ministry. Uh, we're about eighty percent funded through donations in the first place. So uh, this is quite a miracle that's actually been playing out over the last twelve months, where we started from not much to now having uh, almost two million dollars, uh, you know, sort of banked and ready to go. Uh, toward this purchase. So uh, the gap right now, $319,898. Phil, there's all sorts of reasons why people should give. Uh, What's the main one that comes to mind for you uh, when you're talking about the, you know, obviously tomorrow we'll be be coming up with all sorts of uh, stories. Uh, We'll come up with reasons why people ought to give. We'll talk about a vision over, you know, the coming three decades. Very hard for anyone to even think about 12 months ahead, let alone 30 years ahead. So, so how do we, uh, you know, get a good context here for uh, what is expected of us tomorrow? We're going to be talking a lot about the gap tomorrow, Neil. And it's not just the financial gap, but it's the gap that exists between the average Australian and the Word of God. And ultimately, the gap that exists between all of us and God until we come to that place of understanding the reality and and truth that we actually need to accept what it is that Jesus did for us to bridge that gap. And how will they know unless we tell them? And really, media is such an incredible opportunity to reach people where they are. Look at across our society, people aren't engaging with churches in the way that they used to. Uh, people are distracted. Uh, there's so much fake news and deceit that is out there taking people down all kinds of different paths. And yet what we're able to do together is actually get in the middle of all of that, in the middle of the noise, disrupt it, bring truth, bring hope right to where people uh, actually are. And to do that for the next generation as well. And that's, you know, really, this is an asset that we want to secure to build that base for the next generation. A good example of it is I've recently been traveling around the country and meeting with lots of different people. And I had a meeting last week with a wonderful couple. They may be listening right now if you are. Hi, Michael and Beck, or Mick and Beck uh, in Adelaide. 
and sat down in, in their uh, place around the, the kitchen table and we just you know talked and they, they were telling me about what vision actually does in their life. Now, a bit of context here. Michael's been a Christian for uh, some time, uh, but Beck is only a relatively new Christian. She's been grown up in kind of a religious background, but it's only recently that she's come into that knowledge and understanding of her need to have a personal relationship with God and to accept Jesus in that way. And one of the things that uh, that I love in, in her journey with this is we're actually in the middle of it for her. Uh, in fact, she recently... Um, uh, just made the decision to be baptized as a public declaration uh, of her faith. And I actually asked her um, why she actually went about uh, that decision. Why did she choose to be baptized? It was just something I had to do to get up and tell everybody that, you know, I'm, I've accepted Jesus. Um, and I just had a need to, I, I felt like I needed to sort of go into that water my old person and old old man come out new me and um, I've known for a long time to that I think I should have been baptised but it was just a, a calling that I needed to do. So mm. Mm. you've been on the journey for a while. How's vision been in the middle of that? How's it helped you? What and what's it done in your life? Uh, for me, it's been I guess a, a place of refuge at different times to be honest um you don't get other uh, avenues i guess to to listen to testimonies working offshore i didn't get the opportunity for church and that sort of thing so to be able to have uh, vision radio i could go on the internet and watch or listen to sermons like jeff Fines or greg Laurie or testimonies of other people to reassure you of, of I guess not what what I stood for, but just in a, in the environment that I did work in, it was pretty scrupulous and yeah, not a lot of Christian interaction other than being uh, attacked at different times. But yeah, it gives you good good ammo, good good avenues to come back and 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 deliberate stuff as against just argue. Phil, Beck, and Mick. They seem to be like an awful lot of uh, Aussies. I can just sort of get this feel of, uh, you know, this is a, a great Australian couple, but uh, mm. they've had their own uh, ways that they're engaging with faith and uh, wonderful to hear of a baptism there and, and then mix uh, ideas about what the difference is that Vision makes in his life. Great people. Yeah, they, they run a small business. They have a dip manufacturing business, uh, seafood dips. So they've won me for starters. But they work hard, and um, they haven't always done that. Mick mentioned in there he was working offshore. Um, for uh, quite a long time, he would work on uh, oil and gas rigs and ships and be away at six weeks at a time, uh, you know, in a, in a quite a contained space. And as he said, not a lot of Christian input there and quite a lot of attack happening there. Yet even there in such a remote place, able to listen to vision and to, to build him up and, and help him in the conversations he's having with other people. Uh, they're now living in, living in Adelaide, and his wife's been on the journey, and she's now come to that place, and we're in the middle of that. And that's just what I love so much um, about what it is that vision does. We get into the middle of people's circumstance, and we take the truth and hope of God's word to where they are. And that's happening all across Australia in, in such a massive scale. And that's, again, that's why it's important that uh, we put in place the platforms that we need to keep growing. Uh, and to keep doing more of that into the future because um, God knows we need it. You know, we need the truth and the hope of, of God's word in Australia today. You know, we are human hands and feet, but there's this 
calling. There's this expectation that as you're serving the Lord, you actually bring your gift to the table and you uh, you lay that out and you say, Lord, how can you use us? And mm. really while we are talking about being the human hands and the feet or the human voices that are on the radio, this is something that really we should anticipate. This is what God is doing in Australia. Yeah, that's right. And look, we never know what somebody else is going through. Often when we, we find out, you know, even our, per- our next door neighbor has been going through some sort of challenge or other, and we go, "Wow, they they live there," and I and I never knew. And as I've been traveling around meeting people, it's it's such a great thing for me to hear these stories of uh, God in the middle of their of their circumstance. Even back to Michael and, and Beck, you know, think about when he's been away six weeks at a time. What's that like for them? You know, for her uh, as a wife having your husband away six weeks at a time. In fact, I asked her that very question. What what was it like for her? Um, pretty hard. Um, our youngest was one at the time when he first moved away, when he first started working offshore. So it was really hard to balance for when he got home for six weeks. Um, he'd have to settle in and, and, and then once we got into normality, then he'd be gone again. Mm. Um, so yeah, it was really hard to get a balance with, with him working away yeah, that much. He's very disruptive. Yes. Were you listening to Vision then? Probably not. No, no. no I, I'm. I mean, we've been married nearly fifteen years, but it's. Po- I mean, I've known about Christianity. Obviously, um, Michael grew up with Christianity. I didn't at all. So it's been a probably a struggle for him to lead me to where I am now. Um, but yeah, it's. But back then, no, definitely wasn't. Um, yeah, probably going to church much when Michael wasn't here anyway. So. So in your journey then, yes. um, you listen, I, I presume? Yes, all the time now. How's, how's yes. it help you? Um, and I just positivity and, and just the, the what, how people um, they get on there and, and their stories of and, and the hope and, um, and I, love the, I love the music as well. So, yeah, it just gives me peace. I'm in the truck <laughs> driving and, and um, yeah, I love, like I said, I love people ringing up and telling their story. Basically, their testimonies and where they've been, um, and yeah, all the guests that you have on there. It's yeah, I enjoy it. Yeah. Well, here we are. You get to do that yourself. <laughs> yes, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> We could say, wow, because when we think about the way that someone's faith is accelerated and their understanding of their faith is increased, mm. you can hear that in Beck. Oh, absolutely. And and again, you can just hear these are real people. They're, they're just people like you and me, and they go through the challenges that, that we have. Uh, and we get the opportunity to actually jump in the middle of that. It's becoming more more apparent. I mean, I've been around here for 15 years, Neil, um, uh, at Vision, uh, and every day I still have these little revelations of something that I didn't expect that God would do through what we're doing uh, that I had no idea. Even just this morning I saw an email from somebody saying, you know, I'm uh, I'm a widow and uh, you guys are my family. And they, they, they rattled off a big long list of everything and everybody on air and just how much you know what we do means in their life. And, you know, they're up in I think it was far north Queensland or somewhere. So, you know, it's people all across Australia. That's what this is about. It's reaching out to people real people in real circumstances, just by like you and me. And when we give together and when we actually come together and, and say, I want to put my gift in, it's as if we are going to that person, even though we don't. We kind of, we enable uh, when we give. Vision is actually enabling for you to do something that ordinarily you can't do, and that's to reach out to somebody. That's a power of working together. In fact, I asked Michael about that as well. They, uh, Michael and Beck have, have supported Vision for uh, some time, and I asked him why. 
Uh, I see it as I'm time poor at the moment. Uh, when I worked offshore, I was, I guess, not in a position to be able to minister how I would like. And I, I just get a sense of by donating or, or putting in there, I'm reaching people that I can't physically reach at this point in my life. Um, yeah, we've, we've got ambitions, I guess, of, uh, of ministry down the road. Um, but yeah, that's, that's my investment. It's, it's knowing what Vision Radio is investing in, in the human spirit. Uh, keep it up. You know, it's, it's God's will that we do it. And you guys are there doing it day in, day out. I am a little envious. I love, I love the fact that you, that you get that ability. So, uh, yeah, keep chiming away at it. Well, good on you, Mick. And there's a certain sense in there when Mick says, well, I can't be there uh, doing ministry face-to-face all the time. But when he supports vision, it's like he's a part of what's happening on a big scale, bigger than he could possibly imagine. Yeah, and he's like many of us. He's busy, uh, and Beck as well. They're both busy running their business. And uh, yeah, I was saying about how since they uh, went into business together, they soon discovered what hard work was. And they're working many hours and they've got a, a dream and a vision for their own uh, business. And there's the uncertainties that come along with, are we going to get this contract or that contract and you know how are things going to pan out? In the middle of all of that, they can do something as simple as a financial transaction, that is making a donation toward what we're doing together through vision. And again, it's this sense of you, you guys are enabling me to do something that I can't do at the moment. But they've also got a vision for themselves to go out into ministry and, and do things to travel and, and uh, actually go face to face, you know, as God enables and calls them to do later down the track. So I just love it. I love how that this is a big family and it's a family both of people that are, we are giving to, that they are receiving ministry all the time and it's a family where we have the opportunity a bit like you know the potluck dinner and everybody brings something in and we sit down and the fact that the food is there that everybody brought and somebody you know volunteered their home enables for something special to happen when we get together and do that and that's really what we're doing tomorrow so bridging the gap to um to uh secure this new home for the ministry is going to enable us to continue to do this for many many decades to come and i just invite uh, those who uh, haven't perhaps thought about it yet to just think, okay, what am I going to do? What's what's uh, God tapping me on the shoulder to do to be part of this uh, equation uh, and uh, to get that you know three hundred nineteen odd thousand dollars that uh, is left to go? Phil, I've just received word that our guest Wendy hasn't arrived yet and uh, stuck in a little bit of traffic, so that might give us an extra feather. Nearby. That just might give us an extra couple of minutes to talk here. Now tomorrow, a special appeal day. Yep. This is not a vision of thought. No, it's not. And uh, that's an important thing to bring that differentiation because uh, some people will say, oh, this is just something. I usually give it a vision-a-thon. Yep. Uh, this is a special ask, a special appeal, and uh, you want people to go uh, over and beyond what they might normally do with their support. And there will, of course, be those who have never given to vision at all. I'm sure uh, that uh, this might be a great opportunity to start that little process of uh, being someone who makes a donation from time to time. Yeah, and that, that's a very important point that, uh, you know, this this is a unique and special need. And particularly this time of the year, we'd actually ordinarily be uh, – championing somebody else's cause. Uh, we often do appeals for donations at this time of the year, but we, we do it for others. Uh, last year, we uh, did a special day for Open Doors. Uh, I think the year before, 
uh, I remember who it was now, but we've done Compassion and um, Feed uh, the Hungry. Bible League and Feed the Hungry yeah. and uh, you know, CBM and all those sorts of things. And in fact, the, the fact that we're here enables us to be able to do that. So your support of vision enables all those other things. Well, this year we said, you know what, we've actually got a unique and special need ourselves. Uh, and you know, we, we I think this is the first time we've done done this ever for something like this outside of a visionathon because it's it's a unique and special need, and we've got a, a deadline. Uh, the first of June is when we need to have the money, you know, all in the bank uh, and ready to go in order order to then go and finalise the contract. So you know, we we can't wait until the middle of the year to do it. That's why we're doing it now, and it is a unique and special need, much like when. You know, you've got to replace your own vehicle or your, you know, uh, save up for a house or whatever it might be for your own family or in business. You need to come up with capital in order to then go and, you know, sow that seed into your business activity. It's exactly the same thing for us. And, and I'm just so heartened that the response we've had so far has been amazing, off the charts. I, I, I actually sit back and think, wow, look what God has done in just a short period of time. Um, last year's Visionathon in November was just blew me away, uh, and outside of that, we've had many others who've been uh, very generously giving. So you know that's what we're asking people to do: is uh, will you stretch a bit with us and uh, and help us to take care of this very important foundational asset for the future? And Phil, when people go on to the website uh, vision.org.au, so many people just so familiar with that website, mm-hmm. uh, they're going to see some smiling faces uh, of yourself on some videos. Uh, there's also photos of the building that is uh, now our goal. And uh, when people go on to the website, uh, they'll be able to prayerfully consider. But there's also really great information yeah. about just informing listeners as to this special need. Yeah, we want to be as transparent as possible. So that's where you know we put the the financial details out uh, in various publications and online at our website. As you say, there's some videos and some answers to uh, frequently asked questions. And look, if you have any burning questions, very happy to take uh, take the call and uh, you know a- answer anything that anybody wants to know. Um, but the the basic of this is that you know we've been growing. We've got to move. We've got to do something. And then we've actually, on top of that, been going, being a bit visionary and thinking, well, what do we actually need for the future? As we continue to grow and as the the even bigger opportunities come up uh, into the future, will be will we be ready to take them? And if we can have uh, a building that we uh, is capable for our needs, but at the same time that we own that gives us security of tenure, it creates that environment where we are actually ready to take the other big opportunities that come down the track. Well, the gap is, as I look at the tally board right now, before tomorrow's appeal, $319,868. Be prayerful about how you can make a donation tomorrow. Phil Edwards, no doubt, will be interacting a little with you tomorrow too on 2020, a different style of 2020, reverting to a a sort of an appeal uh, programming way that we do things. It'll be a uh, bit like Visionathon in the way it sounds, but but, you know, it's it's different. It's not a Visionathon. This is a very special and unique thing. And just with that total, Neil, can I say, uh, if you go back just, say, five, six weeks ago, the total, that the, the gap at that point was about 475000 So in that period of time, we've already seen people that have been responding and the, the amount that we need is falling all the time. Uh, we just want to have this special push tomorrow and, uh, and see if we can get it over the line by faith. 
uh, believe that we will. The overall figures look like big figures, but there's an awful lot of people listening right around Australia, and uh, each one of us, if we do our little bit, uh, we'll get over the line. Phil Edwards, thanks so much for your update today here on 2020. Thanks, Neil. Before you go, thanks for listening. There's lots more great audio on demand, or you can listen to us live at visionradio.org.au. And remember, Vision is listener-supported. Your donation, large or small, will help us continue connecting faith to life for hundreds of thousands of people across Australia and around the world. Learn more or donate today at visionradio.org.au.